بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم in the name of Allah the most gracious the most merciful why did Prophet Muhammad marry Aisha the young girl this booklet is found in rasulullah.net or this article is the purpose criticizing the marriage of young girls or distorting the picture or image of Prophet Muhammad. May peace and blessings of Allah be upon him. Most of the Western people are astonished from the fact that the Prophet, peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, married Aisha who was just nine years old while he was 50. Some of them even called such marriage as rape and some of them condemned it. Not only this, but some of them portrayed the Prophet of Islam, peace and blessings of Allah upon him, as a man who is sexually suppressed and considered that as the real picture of Islam. They have ignored the fact that such marriage and such age and such era was a natural matter. Therefore, it is clear that they are not criticizing the early marriage of a nine-year-old girl to a 50-year-old uh, man as much as they are keen to criticize and distort the picture of the Prophet of Islam peace and a blessing for Allah be upon him and they are keen on instigating others against him accordingly this undermines their credibility this undermines their credibility and unveils their false human feelings and malicious intentions under the pretext of defending the rights of women if they were really seeking denouncing such marriage, they should have spoken about such marriage as a general phenomenon which appeared before Islam and continued after it and would not focus their criticism on one person as if he was the one who invented such marriage or the first one who applied it or the only one who did it. Prophet Muhammad May peace and a blessing of Allah be upon him was born in a society in which early marriage was something ordinary and natural, therefore he married the way others did. Moreover, his enemies who tried to kill him did not use such marriage as a pretext to distort his picture or instigate against him because it was an ordinary matter in such era. And they were themselves marrying girls in early ages. If such marriage was strange, then why didn't the disbelievers of Quraysh use it as a pretext against Muhammad, peace and a blessing for Allah be upon him? Those people competed in writing about such marriage and ignored the similar cases in the era where Prophet Muhammad was living. Why didn't the people who criticized the Prophet for marrying Aisha criticize the disbelievers who fought Muhammad and tried to kill him? They have married girls in early ages and even preceded the Prophet, peace be upon him, in doing the same. So, if the intention of such criticizers is to criticize the relation between an old man and a young girl, they should have then spoken about the other similar cases which happened in the era of the Prophet, peace be upon him. Europe also allows marrying young girls. 
The marriage in early ages was prevailing in Europe itself, especially the early marriage of kings and rulers in the 12th century for the purpose of creating alliances guaranteeing the continuity of peace. An example for that is the child Empress uh, Aeneas in France, the wife of two Byzantine emperors, Emperor Alexios uh, Kamanos II, Emperor Alexios Kamanos II, and the Emperor Adronikos uh, Kamanos I, respectively. Accordingly, uh, sorry, according to William of Tyre, according to William of Tyre, Aeneas was just eight years old when she reached Constantine, while Alexios was 13 years old. Moreover, the wife of Alexios, Kamanos uh, I, was 12 years old when she married and became an empress before attaining 15 years. As for the empress of Byzantium, Theodora, the wife of Manuel, she was 13 years old when she married the prince of Jerusalem, Baldwin III. Moreover, Margaret Maria Hingaria married Isaac Anglos II when she was nine years. The age of Aeneas in such era was not something extraordinary. It was even a traditional matter that the new bride and bridegroom meet in Constantine in the house of the spouse who has the higher social rank. However, before Alexios completed the third year as an emperor, the cousin of his father, Adrinikos, has appointed himself as an associate emperor, born in one in one in in eleven eighteen, born in eleven eighteen, i.e., he was sixty-five years old, and then overthrew Alexios by force, and married Aeneas although there were about uh, 50 years gap between them. This clearly demonstrates that the marriage of young girls to men over 60 years old was something usual in Europe among the governing class itself. So what about the public then? Of course, such kind of marriage was prevailing among the public in Europe itself after more than five centuries from the marriage of Muhammad, peace be upon him, to and I, to Aisha. The age of consent in most countries worldwide. Apart from the European traditions in the medieval ages, if we look at the current era, i.e. after 14 centuries from the marriage of the Prophet, peace be upon him, from Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, we will find that the age of consent is still early in various places. Avert an international charity organization interested in studying the HIV AIDS diseases having its headquarters in the United Kingdom and works hard for preventing this disease in all countries worldwide mentioned a detailed table in its website about the age of consent worldwide, i.e. the legal age of practicing the sexual intercourse worldwide or the age which is considered by the countries and governments acceptable for making a sexual relation. Avert stated that the Japanese people can practice sex legally in the age of 13 years. 
in urgent time, in urgent time, it is allowed to practice sex in the age of 13. In Canada, until 1890, uh, the allowed age of consent was 12 years. Uh, similarly, the age of consent in Mexico is 12 years. In Panama and Philippines, the age of consent is 12 years. In Spain, uh, Cyprus, South Korea, the age of consent is 13. While in Bolivia, the sexual age of consent is the maturity age 7. Sorry, the maturity age. Is it logical to judge a marriage case that uh, took place before 1400 years under the laws of the first century? After demonstrating the age of consent for the American girl, which was until the last part of the 19th century, just 10 years, i.e. one year older than Aisha when she married the prophet, peace be upon him, before 13 centuries. Moreover, such age was just seven years in one of the American states, i.e. two years younger than Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, and having demonstrated that the age of consent is still ranging between 12 to 13 years in most countries of the world, including Western or Christian countries. Accordingly, there is no ground to criticize the marriage of the Prophet, <coughs> the marriage of the Prophet, peace be upon him, and Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, which was portrayed by the which was portrayed by the instigators as an offense against young girls. Such instigators exploited the ignorance of the Western community about the age of consent in the West and the non-Muslim countries in order to instigate against Islam and portray the Prophet of Islam, peace be upon him, as an offender. Such instigators are in fact hypocrite people because they are accusing the Muslims with things practiced legally and normally by non-Muslims. In a brief, the early marriages still exist in the 21st century and it is practiced by European and Christian people in the 21st century. Therefore, why is the Prophet of Islam, peace be upon him, blamed for such marriage which took place before 1400 years? This clearly demonstrates the non-credibility of such instigators and their hidden whim and their hidden aims. This clearly demonstrates the non-credibility of such instigators and their hidden aims under the pretext of defending the rights of women and the human rights in order to gain the sympathy of the Western people toward Aisha, the child who was obliged to marry a man more than 50 years old as the alleged. However, apart from the instigation of such criticizers who have concealed their actual aims, we would like to demonstrate some points about the marriage of the Prophet of Islam, peace be upon him, and Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her when she was nine years old, in order to understand the reasons and circumstances of such marriage. <coughs> you may watch, <coughs> you may also watch the video. Anyway, let's continue the booklet. Did they know the Arabian Peninsula before 14th centuries? It is worth mentioning that the Western principles and mentality in the 21st century may not understand the Eastern and Arabian principles and mentality in the 6th century fully and completely. There is a wide gap between the two cultures, uh, mentalities, and uh, geographies. This is an important point which should be recognized because judging a norm 
practiced by an Eastern community before 14th centuries by a secular Western culture in the 21st century won't be just won't be just or accurate. Therefore, the Western people in this era should study such norms and understand the reasons which justify it. Anyway, such reasons are still convincing the Western and Christian communities which do not oppose the early marriage until today. It's, it is not for satisfying a desire. It is following a good advice and wishing for enhancing relations with a dear friend, the marriage of the Prophet, peace be upon him, with Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, was not his own idea. It was an opinion by a woman called Hawla uh, bint Hakim for the purpose of enhancing relations with uh, his dearest friend of with the dearest friend of the Prophet, peace be upon him, i.e. Abu Bakr, as-Siddiq, may Allah be pleased with him, the father of Aisha, may Allah be, ple be pleased with both of them, by way of affinity. Abu Bakr, may Allah be pleased with him, was one of the pillars of Islam and was the closest friend to the Prophet, peace be upon him. He was the first uh, uh, caliph after the death of the Prophet, peace be upon him. It is worth mentioning here that the marriage of Aisha was made upon an advice by a woman, i.e. such opinion means that such marriage was conforming to the customs and traditions of society and that such woman did not find such marriage a breach to the rights of Aisha or confiscating her freedom as alleged by the hypocrite people and the instigators. Uh, anyway, the Prophet, peace be upon him, did not wish to reject uh, marriage with Aisha, the daughter of the dearest friend of his. His loyalty to his friend of Bokur made him pleasant to accept the offer in order to enhance relations between them. It is worth mentioning also that Aisha, before marrying the Prophet, peace be upon him, was engaged in another. Uh, it is worth mentioning also that Aisha before marrying the Prophet peace be upon was engaged to another man Jubair bin Mut'am bin Ali i.e. marriage in an early age was a norm and a custom widely pre prevailing in such era and no one denied or objected it. Moreover after marriage Aisha gained a high rank in the Prophet's life. The Prophet peace be upon him was asked who is the dearest person in your life he said Aisha he was asked who is the dearest person from men, He's, he answered her, her father. Therefore the marriage of the Prophet, peace be upon him, with Aisha was not for the purpose of satisfying desires as portrayed by some people. Contrary, it was done for several purposes. If the Prophet, peace be upon him, was seeking desires, he would not then, while being 25 years old, marry Khadija, who was 15 years old, uh, was 15 years older than him and would not refrain from marriage until their death. Uh, moreover, if he was seeking desires, he would not, after the death of Khadija, marry an old woman, 80 years old, Sauda bint Zam'a uh, al-Amiriyah, who became a widow after her husband, after her husband's death. The Prophet wanted to console her and to be an example for all Muslims in doing good deeds for the widows. Anyway, the marriage of the Prophet, peace be upon him, with Aisha in such early age produced great benefits to Islam and Muslims. Being young, Aisha was able to learn and keep the principles of Islam from the 
Prophet peace be upon him quickly uh, being young Aisha was able to learn and keep the principle of Islam uh, from the Prophet peace be upon him quickly therefore she gained wide knowledge in religion and became a reference for the old and young companions concerning the Holy Quran jurisprudence interpretation and prophetic traditions she was one of the greatest scholars in jurisprudence and was for the companions like a teacher they were asking her about all things in Islam and she delivered one-fourth of the Islamic teachings the Prophet peace be upon him has qualified Aisha to be a good source and a reference for the Muslims after him Aisha was a young clever and bright woman with a strong memory therefore the Prophet peace be upon him was confident that she will keep the great Islamic heritage assigned to her the revelation was coming down to the Prophet peace be upon him every time he is in the house of Aisha only this was an indication to her for focusing on understanding the great mission of her husband in order to perform her role in guiding the Muslims the Muslims in the reign of Abu Bakr Umar Uthman Ali and Muawiyah may Allah be pleased with them learned a lot from her and the scholars were consulting her in the religious issues she remained a reference for the Muslims and a source for teaching them their religion. Mr. Saeed Lafani said, I have spent several years studying the Lady Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her. I found myself in front of a miracle and did not find the right description uh, for her. She has vast knowledge, diversity of specializations, and several fields of experience, jurisprudence, prophetic traditions, interpretation, juristic science, morals, poetry, medicine, history. She has mastered all such fields before being 18. Let's pause here. Let's pause here. It's important to know that the instigators who exploited this marriage to harm Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, have relied on the ignorance of people about the details of such marriage and tried to gain the sympathy of the Western people toward Aisha as if she was an American girl in the 21st century and was deprived of her childhood while the actual facts are totally different. It is not logical to compare the American or Western girl in the 21st century with an Eastern Arabian girl before 1400 years ago or before 1400 years this is totally illogical because it is misleading and causing misunderstanding reality therefore it will lead to misjudgment if such criticizers or instigators want the prophet peace be upon him uh, before 14 centuries to marry according to the american or western customs in the 21st century it is then their own affair they cannot impose their own principles on generations preceding islam Oh, sorry, on generations preceding them, several hundreds of years. They cannot impose their own principles on generations preceding them, several hundreds of years. It is not logical to issue judgments on the old generations according to circumstances which they did not live or participate or establish. Moreover, such instigators and criticizers did not compare the marriage of the Prophet, uh, peace be upon him, 
uh, and Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, with the reality and customs of several Western and Christian countries after hundreds of years and did not compare it with the marriage in the Jewish religion which allowed the marriage of a child when she attained the when she attains three years and one day only. Therefore, this demonstrates the incredibility, the incredibility uh, or the, the lack of credibility of such uh, instigators and criticizers and discharges the Prophet Muhammad from their fabricated uh, allegations and falsifications. It is worth mentioning here also that several prophets, peace be upon them, were very old and married young virgin girls. The Bible mentioned that Dawood David, peace be upon him, was old and caught cold and was not able to warm himself in spite of wearing heavy clothes. Uh, Kings first, the first chapter stated, when King David was old and well advanced in years, he could not keep warm even when they put covers over him. So his servants said to him, let us look for a young virgin to attend the king and take care of him. She can lie beside him so that our Lord, the king, may keep warm. Then they searched throughout Israel for a beautiful girl and found uh, Abishag, a, a, Shun, a, Shunammite, a Shunammite, and brought her to the king. It is a very clear picture. Prophet Dawood David, peace be upon him, was very old. However, they searched for him, a virgin girl, tens of years younger than him, in order to keep him warm. Such verses are speaking about sexual meanings, such as warming Prophet Dawood or David, peace be upon him, using a young, beautiful virgin girl, as stated in the verses. So, why don't such people who instigate against Islam look at this issue and consider it rape. Why don't the Western media speak about such event the way they speak about the marriage of the Prophet, peace be upon him, and Aisha? The reason is simple. The purpose of such instigation and criticism and distortion is not such marriage cases or relationship or relationships. Contrary, they are seeking to distort the picture of Islam, only instigating against it and making people hate this religion and its followers. But the truth will appear someday and people will surely discover the malicious goals and methods of such instigators. Alhamdulillah, praise be to Allah.